Episode 36 with Jasmine Mason on the Nine Point Start with a Dream podcast. Welcome to Nine Point Started with a Dream podcast. Our goal is to showcase the stories of athletes and the community that supports them by being authentic about their journey. Here's your host, Jacoby Gillum. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. This episode, we have Jasmine Gigi Mason. She's really trying to change the game for bowling, just for bowling athletes, not just for you know, African American, but the whole culture. And like her ambition is is wild. Is it was getting me pumped talking to her, just caring about you know how she's inspiring to really just change the landscape. You know, from being a three time gold medalist to being the first African American to to win a singles gold. You know, she's really pushing the boundaries. Really trying to push past the speed limit of what expectations are. So you're gonna, you're gonna love this episode. You're gonna love what she's all about, and let's get to it. So Gigi, the question that everyone comes on is when you're younger as an athlete. What's one of your bigger dreams and goals you want to achieve? Well, I mean, actually, when I was younger, I was into, like, a lot of different activities. Um, ballet, tap, jazz, like, you name it. So I really was – I play, I stopped all those, and I played basketball. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to go to college for basketball. Or, you know, I just want to be the best athlete I can be in whatever sport that I do. Um, that was, like, the big goal. But then I, I ended up becoming a bowler. <laughs> so – so yeah, now the goal is you know to be the best that I can be in my sport. So, you know, we all kind of have that drive to be the best. What in you made you have that that urge? So, I I actually started bowling in I believe 2005 when I was 10. I'm 23 now, and so um, you know when I actually got into it, my dad's friend was like, "Hey, you know you can actually go to because I was bored of my other activities. You can get a college scholarship for bowling," and we were just like, "What?" You know, a lot of people are like ignorant, but they just don't really know that, you know, that's an option. And so we were like, okay, so I went to league my first, you know, for the first time. And ever since then, I never stopped. But there was this period of time where there was a tournament, end of the year tournament, and I um, came in last place in my division. And so, you know, they're handing out awards and they called my name and I, the name of the trophy that I got, it was called last place champ. Like on the trophy, it says last place champ. You know, so I'm just like, First, I got roasted by my parents, my coaches, my teammates, and I'm like, okay, well, how can you come in last place and get rewarded for it, you know? So that is what my my dad, he put that in my room for, like, ever until we got, like, trophy cases. He put that in my room, and so I saw it every day, and that's what, like, motivated me to, like, be like, okay, well, one, you pick a college scholarship so you and your family don't have to pay, and so you need to really put in the work in and take it seriously, so that was really you know, like the turning point, like, hey, okay, I have to do what I need to do in order, you know, to achieve the things I want to accomplish. So, so, so can you go back on kind of how you land in bowling? Cause, you know, it's one of those sports that you know is there, but you don't really know it's there. You know, like you always yeah. think about the soccer, the basketball, the track and field. So how do you kind of land on bowling can be my opportunity to kind of get, get called education? Yeah. I just, like I said, I was just, like, bored. Well, kind of, like, yeah, bored of the other activities that I was into, like, a whole list of them. Um, and actually, my sophomore year in high school, I was on the basketball team. Um, well, not so freshman year, I was on the basketball team. And then my sophomore year, I was too. But, like, the team in general overall wasn't – we weren't, like, too good. And I was just, like, you know, I was taking away time from bowling. And so there was a point in the season where I told my dad, hey, like, at the end of the season, you know, I don't think I want to come back next year. Like, I didn't quit during the season because when you start something, you finish it. So the end of the season, you know, I told the coaches I'm not going to come back. And that's when I was just like, you know, I, I put more hours into bowling. I was better at the time anyway, you know, 
two more years until you go to college. And so I was just like, you know, hey, I think this is what I'm going to go with. And, you know, I, I did what I needed to do. And then I got plenty of uh, college offers and I ended up at the University of Nebraska. That's dope, though, because like you just because like you wouldn't think like how the recruiting process for, for bowling, you know, like is there like combine? Is there like, you know, training camp that you like go and do reviews? Like how, how does that work? Yeah, so, like, bowling is just so different. That's why, you know, I like conversations like this so I can kind of educate people because they just don't know. They don't even think of bowling as a sport. For all you guys out there, bowling is a sport. <laughs> Let them know. So, yeah, so there's, um, there's like, there's, there's what do you call it, uh, high school. There is high school bowling, but there, we don't have it in Rhode Island. And so what I had to do is join different leagues as well as um, – just travel to different tournaments in the New England area and around the country when I could and compete at those. And so there's this big like national youth tournament that happens in the summer. It's every year. And that's where like all the colleges go and um, they kind of do their recruiting. There's different squads and, you know, you have a list of who's on what squad and then they go and then they can look. And, and so, I mean, that's how I really got recruited. I would just go to that tournament, you know, every year, for the first time, you know, I didn't do as well, but you kind of get your feet wet and you know what to expect. Then every year I just got better and better. And, you know, the college coaches were just sending letters and my coach from home, he also too would make, what we do is we make bowling videos. And so, you know, you get shots from like the back, from the side, from when you release it. So from all different angles and he would send that out to the college coaches as well. So they would see those and they would also see me at like this national tournament and you know, people who are interested, they, they send letters. And then, you know, when it's, when they're able to talk to you, I don't remember the exact time, but NCAA rules. So when they're actually able to talk to you, you know, before you head off to college, I think your senior year or junior year in high school, I don't remember, but um, that's when they can start calling you like, Hey, you know, do you want to like, uh, come, like come to our school and visit and stuff like that. But that's really how the process goes. Like you kind of just go to tournament, you just need the exposure so that's one of the biggest tournaments, youth tournaments. Um, everyone pretty much from the whole country comes um, or goes to that tournament. And that's how you really get your exposure. And then, you know, college coaches, start you start getting letters and then calls or you could send videos. So that's how that whole process goes. We don't really have a combine. So we actually, we do have a bowling combine. Um, it's not too big but it's actually in Texas. And so, yeah, the high school players go and colleges, college coaches can also go there as well and um, check you out. But I never went. So I just went to the tournaments and stuff. So I was a big football and track guy. So I know it's like those can get really competitive when it comes to recruiting landscape. Is bowling really competitive or like, is it still kind of low key that no one really, not, not everybody knows about it. So you kind of, it's less of a, I feel like it depends if there's like those top players that every coach wants, it can get really like, okay, well, you know, if you want to be honest with the coaches, be like, okay, well, you know, they'll start calling you every week or once a week, whatever their rules are. And then um, be like, okay, you know, like how checking in on you and stuff like that. And then when it comes close to making a decision, like you could kind of be upfront with the coach. It's like, Hey, you know, like this coach gave me this much. I mean, that's not something I did, but I've no other people have done that. And then that's where it gets competitive. It'd be like, okay, well, we really want you. So we're going to give you this type of thing. So it can get competitive. I think it just depends on in your, I guess, class, like where you are in your class. You know, if you're at the top of one of the, um, I guess, popular uh, recruits, then you're probably, it gets more competitive compared to someone who may not be. 
But yeah, I mean, I think it's like any other sport, super competitive because every school wants the best players, and they want you know to give them a chance to to win a national championship. It's it's dope. Like I, I like I like I'm kind of learning something new right now. So 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 at what point did you kind of realize that you were like really good at this, and you kind of you can really make that dream happen of going to college on this? Um, I would say my soft. No, sophomore junior year in high school I, I started just getting better you know I was seeing progress and I was like winning turn well yeah winning tournaments doing well I think I had um, one year I had like the highest average like in the country so I was like number one for that um yeah I just was feeling really good you know I, was, I bowled like a 300 game it was like my first one ever yeah 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 <laughs> so I mean it was a uh, it was pretty cool and then you know once it just got closer to junior year, senior year, and then, you know, I, I was taking my visits and stuff. I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I kind of made it. You know, I'm going to college. I'm on a bowling scholarship. So it was pretty dope. So when it came down to kind of – so let me ask you this, then. So, you know, there's a lot of all this adversity in sports. What, mm-hmm. what, what type of adversity you kind of face when it comes to bowling? You know, it's like how do you – like what kind of factors may affect you or kind of like that? So do you mean like before college or after? I mean, I mean, before college or like during or um, after? Kind of like it's been different for me in each phase. Let, let's say in the high school phase, what was any adversity you made me have faced? Okay. Uh, I would just say um, I, one thing is my physical game wasn't like the best, but I just was told that I just have a lot of God-given, you know, ability to be able to do what I do. So knowing that when I got to college was um, like my physical game was going to change, you know, there, cause my, like, it's not too technical like this part, but you know, when you bowl, you kind of want, you just want things to be simple. You want your arm swing to be straight. Like that's one thing, you know, I think a lot of people would might know. So my arm swing wasn't straight. It was on like, I'm right-handed. And so was, my arm swing was on the left side of my body. Like it went all the way behind me, you know? And so knowing that when I got to college, you know, that's something that, was going to be fixed um my coach from my childhood coach was like hey like you can either keep doing what you're doing and keep winning you know like this or we can you know you can you know struggle for a little bit you're not going to be as good as you are and we can make your arm swing straighter for when you go to college so things are easier and I was just like you know there, there wasn't too too much time I feel like between when I was going to leave for college so I was like let me just keep doing what I'm doing you know um, so that was something that I faced like do I you know keep doing what I'm doing and like win and then potentially struggle in college for a little bit when I have to make the changes or do I make the changes now and struggle now and I might struggle in college like so that's one thing that um I would say like was a I don't know some adversity yeah that could be tough because cause like you've seen like and like other sports is athletes that have made it made a switch to some motions and it it throws off the whole game exactly yeah so, so yeah that's a tough one so you're in college. The dream, the dream has been achieved. Oh God! What was it? Was it almost like now I made it and I let just kind of chill, or was it always like, okay, what's next? It for me, it's always what's next. You know, I'm always trying to like to be better and 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 to be the best. And and so, freshman year in college was terrible. You could ask anyone, like who knows my story, like like the experience was really good but like the bowling aspect was just really difficult you know being and I think this is one thing that maybe all athletes can relate to well not all but some 
you know, you're good where you come from. But then when you go to college, it's like there's levels, you know, it's just like you have to take your game to a next level. And so um, I, I expected myself to start. I was like, I'm good enough to be a starter, you know, for the team. And Nebraska, if you don't know, it's like, uh, you know, ranked number one. We ranked number one for like a long time. Like Nebraska is a really good NCAA bowling school. So we got a lot of national championships, you know. So I'm just like, okay, well, you know, they recruited me for a reason. Like, you know, I, I feel like I deserve to start, even though my fundamentals weren't they were not like good at all but I still you know was confident so freshman year I cried like every day <laughs> I call my parents crying like no joke I would say like majority of like the year like I wanted to come home I couldn't wait for Thanksgiving I couldn't wait for Christmas and it wasn't because I was away from my parents because you know I've, I've been away from my parents for a while like traveling stuff like that so that wasn't an issue but the issue was the physical game changes doing what I did before and then having to do, um, you know, kind of what coaches were suggesting or like, you know, like their system. I don't, I don't know, but it was really rough because it just, it just didn't fit. I feel like my game and it was really difficult to make the changes. And so freshman freshman year was really rough. And I went from not bowling pretty much all year. And if you want, I could kind of explain you how tournaments go like in a little bit of detail or whatever, but I went from really not bowling all year. I probably bowled freshman year. I didn't go to the first tournament. Um, then after that, I traveled to the rest. But I, I went from not bowling, I would say, all year. I probably bowled like once or twice, like, to starting in the national championship. So that was crazy. <laughs> yeah. So so I know a lot of us can relate to that whole feeling of wanting to go home that freshman year because you got to get a reality, right? It's, yeah. yeah. The reality of everything is it's really just you on, on an island sometimes because you're trying to learn learn new people. You're trying to figure out how to feed yourself sometimes. You know, you're learning how to, you know, mm-hmm. how to balance your money if you aren't used to how to balance money yourself like that. So what would be your advice, maybe any freshman, you know, that's starting out, whatever sport it may be, just to how to, I guess, cope or how to just maybe navigate that first year? Yeah. I mean, one thing I would say is, like, like, don't ever, I mean, there's going to be times where you feel like you're alone, like I did kind of freshman year, but like, you're never really alone. Like, if you have a, a support system, if you have your parents, like, you just have to communicate, make sure you, whatever you're going through that you're not like trying to just go through it by yourself, because that's just going to make it a lot harder, you know, like, so I would just say like, whoever your people are, like coaches, family, friends, your parents, like, just make sure you're communicating with someone and just know, like, it never lasts. It's it's temporary, you know. Like pain is temporary. It's not gonna last forever. So you just have to go through whatever it is you're going through because we all do. And just know, you know, like there's always light at the end of the tunnel, and like you'll get through it because because you know I did. A lot of people have, and you will too. Love it. That's what's up. So yeah. so so the year's rolling. Freshman year, you're going. You're you winning, yep. right? You win it, win a little bit. Yeah, yeah, well, like the team, like I said, yeah, the team, we're doing well, um, and actually, with the team we had freshman year, it, a lot of people didn't think we were going to make it to nationals, so nationals is, um, I would say, like the, what is it, like March Madness for, like, basketball, or, like, mm-hmm. you know, like the, the conference championships for, like, stuff like that, yeah, so a lot of people didn't think we were going to make it because of the team we had, you know, there are a lot of uh, freshmen, well, I won't say there were too many of us, but just the team dynamic, like, um, if you were to base it off other years, we weren't as good. So a lot of people, like, kind of doubted us. 
to make it to nationals. And then our coach, he got like six freshman year too. So our head coach. So freshman year was a really, uh, we faced a lot of adversity, like, especially like me, I'll just talk for myself. But like I said, I went from not really bowling at all freshman year to starting in the national championship. So we made it to nationals. And then a lot of people didn't think that we were going to do well. And then we actually made it to the, the national championship, you know, on the TV show. And it was just crazy because I went from not bowling to starting on TV. And it's just like, what? And so that's another thing, you know, like anything can happen as long as you like keep, you know, just have all the confidence in the world with yourself and, you know, just keep working hard. Like anything can happen. And so we didn't win the national championship my freshman year, but, you know, the fact that we made it there, it's always a blessing. And so that was freshman year. So the sophomore year is actually we won the national championship. So it's pretty dope. So so I would say sophomore year, like every year I faced some type of adversity. Sophomore year, my communication with both coaches, it wasn't that good. Um, I think on both sides, I got kicked off the team for a little bit. Um, Yeah, so I'm (laughs) – What what, what do you do? You don't mind saying like what – No, I don't – I just – just the communication wasn't good. And, and, you know, like one day after practice, I just had like a big blow up with like my head coach and we were just, you know, like going back and forth, like raising my voice. It just, it wasn't a healthy conversation. I was just really upset, you know, just, just, it was pretty much just like build up and just like a ticking time bomb. And it finally, I finally exploded. And so after that, like I just left and you know, he was talking to me and I just got up and walked away because I was just like, I was just upset. I was fed up, you know, called my parents, like while I was leaving, crying, like I was really upset. So like the next day I come into practice, you know, got all my stuff, like getting ready, stretching. And then we have a meeting. And so I'm just like, hmm, I probably know what this meeting's about. So the meeting's about me and coaches is like, yeah, like until you could tell me why you deserve to be here and all this stuff, like, you know, like you, you're no longer, like pretty much you got to leave. So I left, but, like, the thing is, what I didn't really like is that he never explained both sides of the story. He never explained what happened. So, you know, everyone on my team, like, they love me. They love Gigi, you know. Like, I, I like to have fun with my teammates. You know, I like to make my teammates laugh. Like, I was kind of the, the, the clown on the team. Like, just, you know, first of energy, like, to have fun. So everyone's just, like, some of my teammates are crying. Like, why is Gigi off the team? Like, what did, you know. So he never really told what happened. He was just like, yeah, well you know, tell me I deserve to be here. You're off the team. And I was just like, so, you know, I just, I got my, I put my stuff away and I just left and I called my parents um, and told them that. And so at the time I had a mentor at school, he played for university of Nebraska. He's on the football team. And he, Dr. Jamie Williams, he played in the NFL um, on the 49ers. And so now he was working in the athletic program, athletic program, sorry. And yeah, he, he was just my person to go to whenever, whatever things happened, you know, I went to him, and I told him, like, yeah, I'm kicked off the team, he's like, what, (laughs) you know, we had this thing, like, stick, you know, stick to the script, just do what I'm supposed to do, you know, like, speak to coaches, communicate, stuff like that, we had, like, a script, and I, he was like, you did not stick to the script, I was like, nope, I was just, it's hard hard sometimes, (laughs) it is, you know, biting your tongue, you're like, yeah and just, you know all my emotions were evolved and I was just I was just I was just upset and he was like okay well you need to go and tell coaches why you deserve to be here so I, I let up I don't know how many days like a day or whatever I was just like I don't remember exactly don't quote me on that but I was just like no like I don't want to so I just you know had time to 
to really think about stuff. And he was just like, Dr. Jamie Williams was like, you know, if you keep letting days go, she's like, it's not really hurting. Well, it could be hurting the team, but he's like, first you're hurting your teammates, but you're also hurting yourself because you're taking time away from, you know, your development, practicing. So time goes by, then I go to coaches, I'm like, hey, you know, uh, you know, the way I spoke to you probably should have done that, you know, um, and telling him I deserve to be here. I was like, you know, I'm just ready to, to communicate on both sides. It needs to be better, whatever. Coach accepted my apology um, and then just went back to it, practice and stuff like that. Um, and so how it is is our our uh, bowling season is is October, officially starts in October 1st to April. So it's, it's a long season, um, but bowling honestly is all year round. So that's probably in the fall, fall somewhere where all that happened. I'm back on the team. Then in January, I go out to Team USA trials. And um, the year before that, I went to team trials, you know, to, to make junior Team USA or Team USA. And I probably finished close to last place. And that's with the changes from, you know, uh, that's another hurdle. With the changes from how I was before I went to college and then during college. So then I went to Junior Team USA, I mean, Team USA trials, I came pretty much like close to last place. It was terrible. I didn't even want to bowl the rest of the tournament. So then it's like the next year, yep, sophomore year, do it again. I make Junior Team USA. So it was my first year on Junior Team USA, and it took me like six years. I think it was like six years to make it. I was like, wow, I know I finally made it. Um, and then then after that tournament, then you, you go back to school because now it's – um. It's after Christmas break. So, like, the way it works is kind of like you're bowling at college and you go home for breaks, you bowl tournaments, you come back at college, you know, you're just doing your thing. And so we come back, and, and ever since uh, Junior Team USA, I, I became a starter. I was officially starter for the University of Nebraska. So that was cool. And then that year, I mean, Junior Team USA, we won the, the I believe it was 2015 NCAA National Bowling Championship. And then I got selected um, for Junior Team USA to compete at, it's called PAPCON. It's kind of like, it's equivalent to the Pan Am Games, you know, for like the Olympics. So I got selected to go there. And then I won, uh, I believe, six gold medals. I think I had one gold and five silver. So that year was a crazy year for me. It was great. <laughs> so you're kind of a big deal in the, in the bowling world. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so I'm going to get to that, too, because I, I um, accomplished a lot like, like with the bowling stuff. So I'm like, super excited to talk, to talk about that. But So that happens. So now it's uh, like junior year. Junior year. Um, I also make junior team USA, like when I go back to team trials, I make junior team USA, but I didn't like do too, too much. Um, I, you know, I, I think out of my four years, my sophomore year was my best year of collegiate bowling, but junior year, we made it to the national championship again, um, which is nice, but we didn't win it. So we were runners up. But during that time, my junior year, I also got selected again for junior team say to compete and this is the world youth championships so this is equivalent to the olympics that's every four years and so i'm like what like i've always wanted to be part of you know like we don't our our sport isn't in the olympics it's every four years but we're really trying to get it there we have petitions and everything you know we've been pushing for years um there's actually a petition out now to sign to get it into the 2024 olympics so i've been spreading the word on that but yeah um competed in that and I won I believe I medaled in every event I think for for the PAPCON the Pan Am Games and the World Youth Championships uh I won 
I did four medals. I think it was four events. I won two gold, one silver, one bronze. Um, and that's where I became the first African-American to win Olympic uh, bowling singles gold medals for USA. And yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> so, so to kind of go on that, you know, and in, in the black culture, bowling just isn't talked about. It's not like probably considered that much. And we think, you know, a sport with, you know, basketball, football, track and field, we think that's like our, right. our niche, right? So, mm-hmm. so what would you say to maybe any person of color or any, any, any other race, whatever, that, that wants to, you know, to, to step outside the norm and look into a sport like bowling to really, you know, as a sport for yeah. them? I mean, like, you can honestly do whatever you want to do. You know, I, I actually, I do, like, some public speaking, so I go around. I, I've done it while I was at school in Nebraska, talked to some some kids and their, their parents. I've gone to different schools here. Um, and I just tell them, you know, like, just, like, my message isn't for you to become a bowler. Like, if you want to, that that's cool, you know. But the message is really, like, whatever, it doesn't have to be a sport, like, you can do whatever it is you really work towards, and you, you know, you're really passionate about, um, you just have to, you just have to put time into it, you know, and be dedicated, but, you know, I had this girl come up to me after and say, oh, you know, like, I don't play a sport, but I, I'm into the violin, and, you know, your message really helped me, like, I want a college scholarship for it, and so, you know, that's my message, it's not really, um, you don't have to, to play a sport, but do whatever it is you really, you know, are passionate and work hard, um, you work hard in, but my thing is, I just want to also my another message is I want to make people aware that there are non traditional sports like bowling that you could compete in and get college scholarships for and be on uh, junior team USA and team USA and go pro, like you know. And so that's kind of where I like, you know, started my company. Sorry, I'm kind of like going here and there, oh, but no, you're good, you're good. Okay, so on. that's. That's where um, I started my company. It's called Got Game. And, like, actually, I'm wearing a uh, sweater. Hey, the GG. Yeah. Yeah, yep, exactly. GG. So, Got Game. Um, and that's actually what GG stands for. I, I was given – I was – actually, I earned the nickname for my coach. It means Got Game. So, I kind of made it, you know, into my company. And the mission of my company really is to elevate the sport of bowling so that, so that it is equivalent – to basketball and football and, and tennis so that we get the same opportunities as other professional athletes. Um, because in my opinion, we don't, you know, like, like, cause I was just at, he's in my head because I was just at his, his event, uh, Chris Paul. So he was had like a bowling invitational. Um, I was just invited to that event and, you know, like Chris Paul, LeBron James, like Serena Williams, they, they would never have to pay to, uh, I know like they're on a team, but they would never have to pay to travel from, uh, where they're located to like the next game they would never have to pay to you know like to for food or or the hotel and stuff like that you know and so we have to pay for that and so that's where I'm trying to get it to where we're equivalent to other sports with just that we get the same opportunities at least give us opportunities and if things don't work then I could be like okay we tried but I don't think we have the same opportunities and that's what I'm trying to do I'm trying to change the culture um, which I think I am you know and, and change the way people view my sport like I want the world to view bowling as a sport in a whole not just a recreational thing and so I mean like right now I, I you know I, I tried out for actually adult team USA because I aged out at actually the beginning of this month and I didn't make it but I know I will for sure next year but this April 2019 I'm actually going to be uh, going turning pro 
So it's going to be my rookie season. And, you know, I've been working on trying to get some uh, sponsorships so that I can compete, you know, because you can get sponsored by bowling companies. Um, you might get, like get equipment and stuff like that, but it's not like, you know, getting sponsorships or like endorsement deals and stuff like that. So what I want to do, one of my main goals is I want to be sponsored by first, any companies that are willing to help, but like a major sports company picked up by Nike, Adidas, Under Armour, like Puma, you know, like give us the same opportunities you do basketball and, and, you know, like a tennis professional athlete. So that's what I'm working towards. You know, I know I will for sure be sponsored by a major sports company. I don't know when, but like, just give us opportunity and then see. But a lot of people are just like, oh, well, bowling doesn't get the publicity. And, and I understand that, you know, cause like basketball's on TV every day, football's on TV every day, but it's just like, help us, you know, help the sport grow, help us get that publicity. And just then, then you can see how far things go. Yo, so I know that's a lot, but that's no, what I'm working on. That, that's awesome. Like, I love your ambition and drive. Like, yeah. I, I think it's because you're passionate about it because if not for you, this wasn't just a sport. You know, this was like, yeah. you know, this was a dream that gave you the opportunity to go to college. And I think this is so much people can kind of learn from your story, you know, and what you're doing. So for, so for someone like me that isn't a very good bowler but wants to be, mm-hmm. yeah. How, what's some way that I can like, you know, fix my, fix my, my swing or something like that. I don't know. I just need to, I want to win. Yeah. More I mean, it, it depends. Yeah. There you go. I mean, it depends. Like, you know, like you can find like local coaches or anyone who knows like about the game, but then if you don't, if you're someone who may not know anything about the game and you, you're, you know, someone's coaching you, like, how are you supposed to know they know what they're talking about? You know, been around a while who knows a little bit who's been bowling who bowls well and and try to like seek information that way you can also people post stuff on youtube like stuff's on youtube all like everywhere about bowling so you can go there you can watch some of the pros and kind of just like emulate the pros a little bit or emulate like anyone i know there's this one video my my college i mean one of my coaches uh showed me he was like yeah you know like look at this i don't know how old he was like look at this kid and for how old he was, he's two-handed. He threw the ball pretty well. And my coach was like, yeah, all he did was watch YouTube videos. And I was like, what? <laughs> you watch YouTube videos and he's that good at that age? Like, I wasn't that good at that age, you know? So, like, yeah, you know, just you can, like, read a little bit, like, some articles and stuff like that. But the the fundamentals are pretty much all around, like, across the board, across the world. Like, like it's standard, you know? You just want to, like, have a straight swing and a good tempo and, like, yeah, but bowling is really technical, which a lot of people don't know about. Um, yeah, it gets it gets really technical, and that's like the scientific and I guess I think sport part of it as well that people aren't aware of. Um, I don't really know if you want me to go into that, but if, if I'm gonna start YouTubing some stuff. I, I need to start getting better. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. One day, I would... when 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 maybe I'll have like have like a, a nine point bowling tournament. I'll I'll bite you out and I'll challenge you go. too. That'd be dope. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So, 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 what's kind of really next to you? Is, is, is it just more, more the pro, the pro thing? Yeah, I would say what's next to me really is um, going like pro and and really just working on getting sponsorships, you know, so that I, so that I can just like go out there and compete. I don't have to worry about finances, you know, because um, I'm sponsored by a bowling company, but it's it's really just like like equipment, which I'm grateful for. Um, but it's not like I'm I'm getting paid to do what I love to do, you know? Like, okay, you have, like, the basketball player. Like I said, the other professional athletes who compete in traditional sports, they get paid to do what they do, you know? Um, 
and for bowling, you don't. So I would have to come up with funds for travel, for, you know, like transportation, for, for lodging, for food. And if you're not doing well at the tournaments and, and getting the money that you put in, if you're not getting back, it's like every week, every other week, you're just like, geez, I'm losing money, losing money. And then that can, you know, financially, that could be a burden. So my thing right now is really looking for sponsorships um, to allow me to just do what I love to do so that I can just focus on competing. And I don't have to be like, okay, like, oh, my parents have to pay this much or I didn't do this well at this tournament, you know, like we're losing more. Like, no, how do you compete like that, you know? So that's what I'm working on. So, so right now, so the state of George, right, the state of the company listening that is looking to sponsor athletes, why should mm-hmm. they sponsor Gigi? They, I feel like, should sponsor Gigi because um, I have the personality, you know, I'm, I'm really good at what I do. Uh, I feel like I'm a good influence, you know, I could just, I help people. Um, you know, every, everyone's watching, you know, I, I just feel like I just have that. I just have the total package and I'm confident that I do have the total package, you know, that I can just, you know, inspire people, influence people. Um, and then, you know, being the first African-American to win Olympic singles gold medals for USA and breaking a record at that tournament, which still stands today. Like, I think that's huge. And if I competed in any other sport, if that was, if I had the same accomplishments in basketball, gymnastics, tennis, whatever it is, like, I would already have what I'm working towards. I would have already have it, you know, but because I competed in a non-traditional sport that doesn't get the, the publicity that I feel like we deserve, like it just makes it that much harder, but we're going to get there and I'm for sure of it. Awesome. I'm excited to post this. So, so one question I ask people like, you know, that, that kind of, I do like branding stuff with is mm-hmm. if you could describe yourself or describe your brand in five words, like five adjectives, you know, what would they be? God, that's, I never really thought of that, to be honest. I would say, like, like describing me? Yep, describing Gigi, okay. Gigi, Gigi uh, as a brand. Yep, Gigi as a brand. Um, all right, let's just see, like, competitive, uh, like, resilient. Um, I would say, like, good energy, you know, like, positive energy, uh, great vibes. Uh, just... I don't know, just Gigi as a brand just likes to have fun and likes to inspire people um, and is goofy. Really, I'm, I'm really goofy. Like, I'm the only child, so I just, I have to entertain myself. So I'm really goofy. I like to have fun. Um, I like to inspire people. I like to help people. I like to learn from others. So, you know, and Gigi as a brand just wants to elevate the sport of bowling and any help that uh, I can get, the brand can get, you know, we just, that's what we're trying trying to do, so. That's awesome because everything you said it, it, it relates to what everything you said in conversation earlier. You know how you yeah. want to inspire people. You're you're goofy. You know you want to have fun. You know and positive vibe. You're like, hey, we can do this. So I think you, you definitely got it. So it's awesome mm-hmm. to kind of thank you. It's, thank you. It's it's all connected yeah. in some way. And so like I said, we're not there yet. Um, I don't know if any anyone else is content with just being sponsored by bowling companies or maybe you know they're sponsored by other people and I don't know but like I'm not content with just being sponsored by bowling companies you know I want the same opportunities as LeBron James yes <laughs> love it love it so Gigi like, we kind of find you at you know social media website anything we can kind of plug right now yeah so I kind of have a little bit of everything I'm on social media um I'm on Instagram at Jasmine Mason my name G-A-Z-M-I-N-E uh I'm on Facebook my name Jasmine Gigi, like in parentheses, I mean in quotations Mason. 
I'm on Twitter, gmason underscore 10. I'm on Snapchat at Jasmine. I have a YouTube channel. Um, <laughs> yeah, and so on the YouTube channel, I post a lot of videos of my parents and I. So, like, if anyone ever needs to laugh, because a lot of people say they love my parents, like, <laughs> I think that's a good place to go because there's a there's just a lot that goes on in this house, <laughs> in my family. So, um, yeah, I'm, I, have, I have YouTube at Jasmine Mason. Like I said, I just started a company. So, um, it's Jasmine Mason or Jasmine Gigi Mason. I'm not sure if, like, I just changed the name. I'm not sure if it, like, went through yet. Uh, I just started my company, Got Game. So, the website is www.gotgame10.com. Um, and I also have a personal blog, my lifestyle blog, at www.jasminemason.com. Oh, snap. So, it's a little bit of everything. We need, we need an article on Nine Point then by you. We need to we need to get that happening. Wait, when when am I? When are you guys gonna get an article? We need to get we need to get one on fight from you. Like we have a lot of, a lot of after fight first and stuff. We'll have to get. You. I, I sent one over. An article? Mm-hmm. Oh snap! I need to look at my email. <laughs> I'm slacking over here. All right. It's definitely there. Like everything we talked about. You know, I tried to like make it shorter because of, like the word count. I think I went over, but there's some stuff I had to add. But like, yeah, it should it should be on there. Awesome. I'm forward to posting that. Hey, Gigi, I'm, I'm glad to have you on. And I think like what you're doing is, is it's going to change the landscape. You're going to, you're, you're going to, you're going to go down as like one of the innovators for the sport of bowling. I think it's going to be really cool to see how things look in a few years and be like, wow, she was a big part of that. that movement. So. Yeah. I'm super excited. You know, I won't be like the, I'm not the first um, female of color to bowl on tour because there was some, like there were people before me and actually one of my junior team USA coaches, coach Kim uh, Terrell Kearney, she was a big, you know, and I actually was told this, like, since her, it's like, I'm the next one to try to take this game to, you know, new level and like uh, probably 90%, 95% chance I'll be the only, you know, female of color on tour. Like, so, so yeah, it's super exciting. I'm just really excited um, just to see how far, you know, I can help this sport. And, and I know like there's a lot of good things coming um, because I've been putting positive energy out there. I've been working really hard and, you know, it's, it's not just for me. I mean, I obviously, like I said, with the sponsorships, I, I want to just be able to compete. I don't have to worry about finances, but it's not really just for me. You know, it's for, for those who are competing now and it's for everyone else who comes after me. So, cause when I'm, when I'm old and like done, I want to look back and be like, okay, well, they could just compete. They don't have to worry. You know, they're treated like, like a LeBron James, Serena Williams, a Chris Paul, like, they're treated like them, you know, they have the equal opportunity. They could just go out and compete. They don't have to, just because they play a non-traditional sport, they, you know, have to sh- struggle or whatever it is. Like, I don't know. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Well, you enjoy the rest of your day. Keep, Thank you so much. Keep bowling hard and after that, you know. And I know. Oh, one more thing, too. Sorry. Uh, GG, like in Got Game, you know, we stand for uh, sport equality, global equality, and all equality. Just had to put that out there. <laughs> you, got, you got a whole brand going over here. You got, got the whole package. <laughs> Seriously, man. Uh, Everybody gets a chance. Check out the website. <laughs> get the website. Get some clothes. Yeah. The whole mm-hmm. thing. Awesome. Yeah. Well, hey, well, you enjoy the rest of your day, and we'll be in touch soon. Thank you. For sure. You as well. Thank you so much. Yo, thanks for listening to this episode of the Nine Point Started With a Dream podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please comment, share, leave a review. We would love to hear your thoughts. You can find more athlete-driven content at ninepoint.com. Till the next episode, you're only one opportunity away. Peace.